0: I'm Michael Marinello and I'm Robert Mathers and this is of all time on this episode that's going to get heated (laughs) um are we rolling this is the most
1: important podcast you will hear right now this is
0: of all time
1: To, to paraphrase Paul McCartney, we're going to continue to talk about meaningless things that we will somehow find meaningful. Yes, of course, always. So today we we go back to the well of Rolling Stone magazine, mm-hmm. and we're going to we're going to we're going to discuss the top 500 greatest albums of all
0: time. Correct, again.
1: Now Never. we haven't talked about this, right. but this is the third time. Mm-hmm our friends at uh, rolling stone have um have done this they originally did it in uh, 2003 the 500 yep. greatest albums of all time they yep. did a slight update in 2012 yep. which i believe we talked about on the old radio free jersey podcast. Correct. yeah that sounds that sounds about right yep and on september 22nd of 2020 at nine fifteen in the morning, they dropped an update. Mm-hmm. So basically, what they and it's interesting, you know, they they come right out of the gate by saying that lo, no list is definitive. Tastes change, new genres emerge, mm-hmm. uh, the history of music keeps being rewritten. So Rolling Stone decided to remake the list from scratch. Yep. Okay. Uh, and they received a they they. Had three hundred artists, producers, critics, and music industry figures uh, submit a list of fifty albums, and mm-hmm. then they tabulated that. So they're they're saying that uh, these people are radio programmers, label heads, include, and then artists. Uh, and they list Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, uh, her H E R. I guess that's her, right? Okay, yeah, I think needing- so. Yeah. Tiera Whack, uh, Lindsey Jordan of something called Snail Mail, and then they list people that we've heard of: Adam Clayton and the Edge of U two, Raekwon of the Wu Tang Clan, uh, Gene Simmons, who I assume wanted to be paid for his effort, <laughs> and uh, and the goddess herself, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it 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 said that eighty six albums on the list are from this century. One hundred and fifty four. Of this, 500, this new 500 are new editions okay. that weren't on the 200, uh, that were not on the 2003 or 2012 right. version. Uh, they say the Canon keeps getting uh, bigger and bigger. Right. So- Uh, we, as what we do here at of all time is we're going to debate the top
0: 20. Yep. We will obviously send some uh, notes and the like show notes links. So you could check it out yourself. Um, I've, I saw somebody had this where they showed, um, you know somebody went through and did this is where it was in 2003 this is where it was in 2012 well I,
1: that that would have been nice for rolling stone to actually do that right
0: don't i, I think they pay people to uh, work at that magazine and to do the that work <laughs> but yeah somebody had done it uh i have to try to dig through it and, and find it so uh, uh I'll, I'll see what i could <laughs> see, see what i could do
1: all right let's start with the top 20.
0: yes yes um number 20 kid a radiohead Number 19 to pimp a butterfly, Kendrick Lamar number 18, highway 61 revisited number 17, my beautiful dark, twisted fantasy from Kanye West. Um, and number 16, London calling from the clash. Did I so, not say uh, Bob Dylan recorded uh, you, Highway 61 Revisited? If I didn't... Well, you, well, you did now. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> um, so there's an interesting you know mix in there. You've got yeah. uh,
1: Radiohead from 2000, Kendrick Lamar from 2015. Correct. Uh, Bob Dylan 55 years ago, 1965. Mm-hmm. Kanye uh, in 2010. Yeah. And then The Clash in uh, 1979. So uh, I don't... I don't know if it's I I I don't know if I can comment on any of this stuff till we till we've gotten down right exactly to the the top. I will say,
0: um, I wouldn't even put uh, Kid A in my top (laughs) uh, Radiohead albums. I would put um, the Bends first, and then uh, OK Computer second. Kid A is good. To very good, but it gets a little bit, um, I think Jay Moore once had a joke about it, that it, it sounds like it was, you know, it sounds like just a computer, uh, you know, making beeps, bops, and bloops, and there's a co- <laughs> occasional good song in there or two, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it seems a little tryhardy to me, but. That, so
1: of these five, you, 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 you're familiar with Kid A. I've never heard it. Yep. Uh, and I say this because I am a uh, not a Radiohead fan. Yep. Um, have you heard other? I'm assuming you've heard Highway 61 revisited. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming that you've heard uh, the. I know you've heard the Clash. London, London Calling. Correct. Yep. Have you heard anything from Kendrick Lamar or Kanye West's uh, contribution I have,
0: here? I, I know that. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly got a lot of uh, high praise. So I, uh, in and around maybe the year after it came out, I gave it a couple spins. I liked it. Uh, I, You know, it was um, for the time and for, you know, kind of modern-ish rap. I, I liked it better than most. Um, but, you know, so I, I, I could see where, where it's coming from. Uh, I'm not, I know that, I know your feelings on Kanye West, um, (laughs) the musician, Uh, let's just stay there. And, uh, but I was, I had listened to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy once or twice and really didn't care for it that much. I liked his previous couple albums a whole lot better uh, that I, you see that the thing is, I would never even consider going back and picking that uh, album back up again. There's, it just really didn't do much for me.
1: All right. Fair enough. Let's uh, take a look at the, uh, the next five. Yes. And by the way, before we get there, through, yes. London
0: Calling, um, mm-hmm. famously, and I think we might have discussed this at one time. Maybe we didn't. Um, it was when we were in high school in 1989, Rolling Stone came out with their top, I don't know, 100 albums of the 1980s. Yep. Uh, And that was number one, uh, famously. And I would think that like that probably for that time, and this is, you know, Rolling Stone still kind of at its peak ish, um, that I'd say a ton of people went out and bought London Calling based just basically off of that. Although it was recorded in and released. It was recorded in 1979. And it might have actually been released in like, yeah, December, December, December. We covered this,
1: Yeah, we covered this on an early. Yes. I think we did that list on a very early episode of uh, of all time. You yes. guys can go back and look it in your feed. Yeah. Um, but it, ca- I think that I think it, because it uh,
0: it counts somehow as an '80s record, right? Yeah, exactly. So just uh, you know, as we uh, as we're going through lists and stuff like that, that uh, I just want to call that attention to. Number fifteen. Nineteen eighty-eight. It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back by Public Enemy. Uh, number 14, ex on Main Street by The Rolling Stones, 1972. Number 13, I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You by Aretha Franklin, 1967. Number 12, Thriller, Michael Jackson, 1982. And number 11, Revolver, The Beatles, 1965.
1: All right. So of these five, uh, have what ha- have, if you heard all of them? Heard, what, what, I've they?
0: heard all of them. I have... One, two, three, four, four three, four. Four of the five of them on vinyl, about four feet away from me right now. Really? <laughs> the only one that I don't is Aretha Franklin, um, which means to me that I like these enough to have them on vinyl to go back out and, and repurchase them. Um, yes, uh, I've heard, I you know, I probably have listened... I would say over a hundred times to each of them, if I had to take a, a, a guess, especially uh, the Urethra Franklin one uh, recently. Hint, hint, mm. foreshadowing. Yes, there's <laughs> a. Uh, so I have.
1: Uh, I'm familiar with certain tracks off of the Public Enemy record. Yep. Uh, certainly, when it comes out, yep. I don't own it. Yep. Um, I actually, I don't own a copy of Exile on Main Street. Really? You no, know, I take that back. Certainly, I I uh, I never I didn't own the album for Aretha Franklin. Yep, um, Thriller. I do have that on vinyl, mm-hmm. about four feet away from me as well, as well as my copy of. Uh, I've had multiple copies of Revolver exactly. over the exactly. years. Exactly. Um, I can see why these were in the top twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, With the, I don't know if I would have put Revolver uh, uh, that far up. Uh, It's interesting they put, and we're, I'm going to spoil the end of the, the, Sergeant Pepper is not in the top 20. Right. Uh, So I find it interesting that Revolver. Yep. Um and not let it be, you right. know, Sgt. Pepper is a good record. Um, right. It's a great record. I don't know if it necessarily would go in a in a top t- uh, a t- 20. Right. Um, but let's uh, pause here for a second. Mm-hmm. Um and uh talk about our other podcast yes. as we're sort of in the middle of this show if you will we do another show
0: and it's called it is called uh, the radio free jersey record club and that is uh robert and i uh as he once uh wrote about it he called it um oprah's book club without the books or, <laughs> or oprah it's uh, robert and i discussing spending about a week or so with an album uh playing it various times, uh, studying up on it, doing some research on it, and then getting together and discussing it as one would do a book club. And why we want to tell
1: you about it in this particular section is that the uh, Rolling Stone record at number 13... Aretha Franklin's 1967 Atlantic Records debut, yes. I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You, mm-hmm. is the very next uh, record we're going to be talking about Correct. on the Radio Free Jersey Record Club, right. uh, which will drop tomorrow. Yes. So you're hearing this on a Monday, and we dropped Record Club on Tuesdays, and it just sort of worked out that way. Yes. Unlike, uh, unlike the Grateful Dead's line, it seldom turns out the way it does in the song. In this case, it does turn out the way it does in the podcast. Oh, of so You can find the Radio Free Jersey Record Club. Uh, we're on Apple and Spotify and everywhere you can find this podcast. You can find that or you can just go to RadioFreeJersey.com. And here's a little inside baseball for all of you now that we're back to the list. Right. Uh, the number 11 album, as we uh, just mentioned, is Revolver by the Beatles from 1965. Um, Mike and I are, are watching each other. We're not doing this episode in the same room. Right. Uh, but we are using uh, this incredible software called Riverside.fm mm-hmm. where we can see each other. Yep. And down the road, uh, it, this will be a way for you guys to actually see us as we record. We're, we're working some of the odds and sods out, yeah. but we, we we down the road um, will be able to use this to uh, to live stream live tape if you will Mm -hmm. the point i'm
0: bringing up to it is that uh now did you plan on this when you got dressed this morning (laughs) i uh i usually uh when i uh, get up on sundays i usually wear some sort of beetles type of uh something so uh, i i like to have some sort of beetle outfit on
1: (laughs) michael is wearing a revolver Mm t-shirt
0: as we record (laughs) yes all right all right let's get into the top 10 yes top 10 uh number 10 New Jersey's own Lauren Hill with her miseducation of Lauren Hill from 1998. Number nine, Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan, 1975. Number eight, Purple Rain, Prince and the Revolution, 1984. Also a movie of the same name. Number mm-hmm. seven, Rumors, Fleetwood Mac, 1977. A very disturbing album cover when you look when you stop and look at it. The, put that on the <laughs> list for um, possible uh, record club.
1: Uh, oh, I think this entire... Li- I mean, we could do it. We, yeah. we could have a, a five years worth of shows yes. just running down the Rolling Stone top 500 uh, uh, for the record club. But, yes. all right, moving on. Uh, number six, Nevermind Nirvana 1991. All right, so same question. All of these, I'm assuming you've yep. heard because... Uh, all you know, of them, how- all,
0: uh, I've heard them, listened to them many a time. I, I like them all. Some a little bit better than others, um, but on the tracks... I like a couple of Dylan albums better than that. But uh, although that was kind of a, a comeback-ish album for Bob Dylan, he was a, there was a little bit of time away, a little bit of time, some albums that didn't go over as well. Uh, Purple Rain, you know, if uh, kind of anybody listens to our, our show on Tom Petty, uh, Purple Rain is probably up there with probably a, a side. The first side has like just an amazing amount of hits that you definitely know and you've heard a billion times from purple rain to when doves cry to let's go crazy it's uh, it, it's 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 kind of shocking how much uh, how many hits there are and mm-hmm. speaking of which also rumors as well just another chock full of hits and you know uh if you listen to any sort of classic radio classic vinyl on sirius xm you'll hear something off of rumors uh, maybe once every 90 minutes or so if, if you had a yeah. guess robert yeah, or every couple of hours. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's
1: it's a it's in high rotation. And that was the album that um that was the evolution of Fleetwood Mac. Right. You know, that was the Buckingham Knicks and Yep. Um but right. what, you know, it, well, they, they, it was the second album that yes. they did, and that so was as they were all breaking up. You know, that this is uh, for those of you who look at that meme that says uh, Taylor Swift writes, uh, gets in a relationship and writes a song about the ex boyfriend. Yep. Uh, And then Stevie Nicks uh, gets in a relationship, breaks up, and then writes a bunch of songs and makes her ex boyfriend perform them live on stage for the next 40 years. They're talking about the Rumors album. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, uh never mind, nirvana an, another album that just an apropos name yep <laughs> uh just uh you know uh, went crazy uh and uh, also, have, we are going. We keep going back and back onto other shows. Uh, you were discussing about dating somebody from Maplewood, South Orange, in high school, Robert. In our, uh, I did. Yes, our Taylor yes, show. Yes. Uh, oh, you. <laughs> are you setting me up for that story? Yeah. Well, I believe Lauren Hill. I think she went to Columbia High School, right? She's, she did. She's a
1: couple of years behind us, right? Um. So yes, I I was the only time in high school that I dated somebody outside of Verona. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, why would you, but I did. And I went to a like winter dance or something at Columbia high school. Uh, like, I don't know, January of 91, Mm -hmm. I guess this was, we were, we were seniors. I think this, this young lady was a junior. Uh, I want to say Lauren Hill was a freshman or a sophomore. Um, and, uh, Basically, a bunch of kids, a number of kids, like got up and sang mm-hmm. at, at this dance. Yep. And I was really struck by this one voice. And I thought, wow, that, that, that girl's really, uh, has a very powerful voice. Yep. Um, uh, you know, and that's, I just, that's really kind of all I thought of it. I didn't, you know, th- it didn't occur to me until, you know, a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as I guess we were getting out of colleges uh, out of college right the yep, Fugees yep. was probably what 95 96 correct yep and I that their first big hit that uh, the Roberta Flack cover mm-hmm. of killing him softly uh and I I heard the i heard it on the radio yep and I went I've heard this voice right, before yeah. and I couldn't I know place that it until I saw the video yep uh and I because she's a striking. Uh, 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 person, she she is physically striking, mm-hmm. um, and I so I see the video and I went, oh, that's the girl that I saw singing, you know, in this high school, mm-hmm. uh, however many years ago, and then you know I I did a little research, asked around right. pre internet, yeah, um, and uh, sure enough, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was it, um, and and that prompted, well, I mean, you know, I I was a um, I have I have respect for the Fujis. I don't I don't think I owned anything, yeah. but this this record um I did lose in the divorce, but <laughs> uh uh, uh it, it is on the, you know. It's just a great so it's, it's a great debut solo album
0: yeah. uh, for anyone. Right. The, the um, thing is it it I, I don't I has she ever even released anything since? I like some EPs, some some a live album maybe. Yeah, but sometimes
1: that's all you have to do right you know I I don't have a problem with um, I don't have a problem with one hit wonders I, I you know I again I come back to all art has its purpose yep um, you know from a sort of Buddhist you know we were meant to hear it at that time Yeah. Uh, you were talking about blood on the tracks before when we were talking
0: about that that's actually one of my favorite Bob Dylan yep. records I, um, I like it uh, and I do think it has some g- very good tracks um, tangled up in blue is amazing uh but yeah i i don't know i'm just not totally on it as much but uh maybe uh it, you know i i but you know then again i also like desire a lot better than a lot mm. of other people so uh maybe i'm not the, the
1: that's that's 80s bob dylan i like that yeah there we go <laughs> so um and then listen we'll talk about nirvana here for a second never mind right that's the mm-hmm. second record uh, Second record. Uh, the, first the first one yep. Yeah, but this is the first one that everybody on a major label, oh, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. And this is the one that that broke them out of this Pacific Northwest West Coast sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. Um. This is the album that that started the uh, the grunge nineties. You know, yeah. well, it's it's in other words, you know, in the in the late sixties you had or the mid to late sixties you had Rolling Stones, Beatles, were you one of those? Yeah. And then those those clowns, you know, that that type of people who like to compare, right which I guess we fall in that category with this list. This is the album where you were like, all right, you're either a Pearl Jam right. or you're a Nirvana. Um, not that there isn't room for you to um, right. appreciate all of them. I think that people gravitate towards one set of art or the other. Right. Uh, never mind. I've listened to a handful of times. It did not speak to me, say, the way 10 did, the way Versus did. Yeah, okay
0: yeah <laughs> understood although i saw i saw an our i saw someone post this on twitter the other day um that said you know everyone always asks Be- Beatles, rolling stones Beatles, rolling stones and and i think i've and his point was i just want to say yes to both <laughs> like i don't need to i don't need to compare probably because
1: john lennon's birthday was october 9th mm-hmm. um uh all of those kind of things come up but i saw a very similar meme is it you know uh people keep asking me for years was it beatles stones beatles stones beatles stones and no one ever asks me where hermits
0: hermits is in the middle of this <laughs> right i was listening to justin long's podca- podcast and he oh, has yeah. a, a lightning round where he asked that question beatles or the rolling stones um, I would say most people I was actually surprised at how many people I figured people were gonna try to be cool and say the Rolling Stones, you know, answer. Um but a lot more, we'll say the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, but somebody, and I can't remember who it was, it's like, would I be too much of a dick if I said I like the Kinks a little bit better than both of them? <laughs> wow. See,
1: that's a bold statement. That's uh, that's excellent. Yeah. All right. The top five top here five. are the Rolling
0: Stone top 500 greatest albums of all time. Of all time. This is number five is Abbey Road, The Beatles, 1969, speaking of which. Number four, Songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder, 1976. Blue, Joni Mitchell coming in at number three, 1971. And number two, Pet Sounds, The Beach Boys, 1966. And number one, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, 1971. Which I believe was
1: the number one album the last few times Rolling Stones has uh, has done this. Uh Uh-huh. Um... I have, I'll start with the same question that we've been uh, talking about all show. I have at one time or another have owned all of these records, still own Abbey Road, Correct. Pet Sounds, Correct. Um, Atlanta uh, <laughs> caused me to lose my Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye and I believe Joni Mitchell. I had it on CD and that was, uh, you yes. know, that, that went, that went, uh, I don't know. Some relationship right jeez, I sound like Johnny Carson with the number of relationship type things um it's interesting, I find it very interesting that pet sounds yep is it number two yep uh that they that the that Rolling Stone put um that album over a Beatles album, yeah,
0: especially considering that like the mythology of that goes that he heard rubber revolver revolver and wanted to top it and and then they heard pet sounds and wanted to top it so they did sergeant pepper is that it right okay
1: yeah no you're you're absolutely right um and and basically i mean you you get some things out of uh what was smile right? right good vibrations i think was really the only commercial big commercial so but pretty much after that the beach boys Right. stop right exactly uh with brian wilson's breakdowns yep. um and it's it's uh so i could see why that's a seminal album i don't know if i would have put it that high up right. on this I, I, particular I list
0: i love the album i think it's beautiful and gorgeous and mm-hmm. uh you know just the genius of of brian wilson is you kind know, of uh on display for all to see but yeah i i would put it a i would tend to think it'd be a, a little bit lower but yeah i I get it. I, I, and again, and I think we'll, we're going to get to this. I think this is a lot of Rolling Stone trying to uh trying to be a little too cool for school, a little cutesy here and like, oh, all right, well, we're not putting Sgt. Pepper in the top 20. We're going to put Pet Sounds, you know, number two type of thing
1: so let's jump to the part of the show where we say is this bullshit or not (laughs) and if you're new to this particular podcast the reason we do uh and we're going to get back to to attacking some radio stations uh uh, here in the next you know little while we have have Um,
0: some we're giving them some time to recover and uh (laughs)
1: radio station lists are in my opinion and i say this as someone who who has worked in radio uh for his entire career uh, radio station lists are predominantly bullshit. Yep. Actually, I'm going to call not full bullshit because yep. I wouldn't have picked this, but Rolling Stones has yep. right out of the top that yep. every list is subjective. If they in fact are true to their word and they tabulated this list from a wide swath yep. of music professionals, label heads, mm-hmm. artists, yep radio programmers the people who mm-hmm. are in this eat sleep and breathe this and it wasn't rolling stone listeners okay um so it's yep. it's like an academy like the grammys uh, you know that kind of thing so right. um and you're adding not classic rock or soul people you know t- totally into this um for sure. I would not have so I can't call bullshit because if you're tabulating it should just be a numbers thing at this point. The problem I had, the only problem I really have um, is that they're calling it the greatest albums of all time, all right? So if you're going to do that, even if it's right. and you're couching it as popular music of all time, so you you're, right. you're looking at all, Close to 100 years of recorded music. Uh, I uh-huh. th- there are Sinatra albums that should have been in the top 50, uh-huh. let alone the top 20. So you you really need to sure. you know yep. um, uh, you blur the line a little bit here with something like Lucinda Williams or you know are are is it right. do you where do you include country in this? So if you're going to include hip hop and R why don't right. you yep. include a, enough pop country?
0: Right, there's some jazz albums in there, right? I saw Bitches Brew somewhere uh, in the Right, in the mix but, and okay, you know that. So
1: it's inconsistent, is is what I'm getting to, right? Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, uh, precisely. Uh huh. What's your take? I I I I'm going to agree with you in that um, it seems like uh, at the very least they have. Uh, I, I trust them that they have faithfully tabulated it. I, I still think there's an element of, you know, maybe there's an element of uh, horse trading going on a little bit to say, Oh, you know, what's, what's going to make us look cooler or what's going to look better though. I don't know uh, if putting the beach boys number two is going to make you look cool per se in the year 2000, but you know, maybe, maybe there's some retro chic going on there. Um, but yes, I, I, I'm with you. Like, I don't know. It's either include everything or make it super narrow. Uh, this is kind of tries to do a little bit of both and doesn't. Um, Yeah. To your point, like I, I would, there's a, a lot of jazz albums. I would include, if they were going to include all jazz albums there's many more i would include not just the one or two kind of greatest hit type not greatest hits but like very popular ones i would also pick so yeah i i still like it and i'm not going to call full bs on it but uh, there's some things i would uh improve yeah or or check. yeah i do uh, and i will say at uh and we
1: will post the link to uh to this list on rolling stone magazine in the uh mm-hmm. the show notes you know having looked at this list a handful of Times, I've probably heard at least a track off of ninety-five percent of the records, and I will say eighty percent of the records I've probably heard um, most of, and about ninety-five percent of the artists I have actually heard of. There, there were some people I had never uh, 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 heard of
0: at all. Either way, it's still a fun thing to do, and and something. Um As Robert and I have been talking about, uh, over the last couple of days is something as, as the world seems to be melting down, it is something to, uh, uh, something to keep our ourselves busy with and, and entertain ourselves. Uh, our Absolutely. I mean, listen,
1: we're, we're a few weeks out from an election that is getting heated with all of this, you know, everything that's happening in the news right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, w- with uh, even more uncertainty, I think, that we've had in a long time. Correct. Uh, and we're probably entering into that field. So we're here to the music is one of the ways that we can escape and refresh uh, because it's a wonderful art form. And we're here to comment on it uh, in a positive way. Yep. Any of the things we dig at um, really are a bit of tongue in cheek. Right. So
0: exactly. And maybe it'll be that Robert and I are, you know, going to be from that scene in the movie Titanic. Maybe we're going to be the band that continues to play as the ship goes down, you know, with the, the world's yes. going to be melting down. And uh, Robert and I are still going to be arguing about Taylor Ham uh, and Pork Roll. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Mike, how can they follow us? They can
0: follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Radio Free Jersey. Both the same. We made it easy for you or online on our website, radiofreejersey.com. dot com and uh, hit us
1: up on the on the on the uh twitter machine it's probably the easiest thing for you to do Mm -hmm. if you want to escape some of the vitriol that's out there if you've got a suggestion for a list uh that you'd like to see us cover and debate and uh um and you'd like to be a guest on the show, uh, shoot us a message on any one of those things. Please tell a friend about us. uh, Head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Apple, of course, Google, and I'm sure some of the smaller aggregators as well. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Of All Time is written and produced by Michael Marinello and Robert Mathers. Music by Alibi. I'm Craig Peterson for Exit 30 Media. Stay safe, stay classy, and vote.